The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. In the 15th year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was ruler of Galilee, and his brother Philip ruler of the region of Aturia and Trachonitis, and Lysanias ruler of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. And John went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight the paths of the Lord. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Life is an adventure. Be adventurous. Live an adventure every day. In October of last year, I kept seeing these types of messages everywhere. Admittedly, at the time, I was spending a lot of time in my apartment, hiding out from what felt like a pretty scary world. But inspiration struck, and I decided to make a trip to Mount Cheha in Alabama, a familiar hiking destination from my childhood. In trying to find some solitude from the crowds of people on the main path, I wandered off the trail into an uncultivated area of the woods. Panic began to creep in as I started to think about all the dangers of nature I could encounter, mostly snakes. A sense of extreme vulnerability overtook me in the midst of this wild. This surprised me because I love nature and hiking, but in that moment, I was genuinely fear-filled and very much regretting going on this adventure. Thankfully, I eventually stumbled upon a trail leading to a place called Pulpit Rock. It sounded like an appropriate place for me to go. <laughs> As I made my way along the trail, my fears slowly began to subside, and a couple of miles later, I arrived to a breathtaking view of the valley below. Now this story is a mild example, but true wilderness can be overwhelmingly unpredictable and chaotic, beautiful and dangerous. We see many cultural representations in film, books, and even real life accounts where humans are reminded of our mortality in the face of wildfires, hurricanes, blizzards and extreme temperatures. It's humbling to stand in the overwhelming movement of the elements and feel truly vulnerable. We also may experience spiritual wilderness where we feel disconnected from God and from others. We may fall into despair and desolation when we realize we don't have the control we want over our lives. 
wilderness can feel like a place of exile. We encounter both the glory of God and the fear of God, but the nearness of God seems elusive. In our gospel today, John the Baptist, the archetypal wild man and master of the wilderness, is crying out, prepare the way of the Lord. The people of John's day would recognize these words from Isaiah as a passage of comfort, a reminder of God's fulfilled promise to bring captives out of exile. A people in isolation are reassured of God's nearness by way of a prophet, a messenger. The message he brings is one of hope as he proclaims the way of the Lord as a way out of the wilderness and out of exile. Well, the word labyrinth may call to mind that weird movie from the 80s with David Bowie. <laughs> or does anyone else remember this wooden box with knobs on the side and you would tilt a platform to move a metal ball through a maze? I think about in Greek mythology, an elaborate labyrinth was constructed by Daedalus to imprison the terrifying Minotaur. These aren't really accurate representations of what we will experience at the candlelight labyrinth walk tomorrow night in Passavant Hall. So what is a labyrinth? For a visual, you can look at the cover art on your bulletin. It's a curved pattern that contains a single path. In our context, walking a labyrinth is a meditative spiritual practice. Our labyrinth is a maze that doesn't require solving, and there's no monster lurking in the shadows. You start at an entry point on the exterior, and then you slowly step and move your feet along the path. It naturally curves until it finally leads you to your destination in the center, where there's a symbol or a marker of arrival. And then you turn around and walk out the same way you came in. As simple and unassuming as this may seem, the labyrinth leads us to our center, Christ, so we can envision the way of the Lord, the path that leads us through this chaotic, beautiful, fearful wilderness that is life. As much as wandering in the wilderness can be an adventure, so can carving a path. Spiritual practices, gathering together in worship and sharing Eucharist, encouraging others who feel lost, living out our baptismal call. These are all channels to prepare the way. The word of the Lord didn't come through the expected paths of power and primary leaders in the world in our gospel text. It came to John the Baptist in the wilderness, the least likely person in the least likely place. We carve a, a path when we proceed forth, trusting that Christ is here and Christ is near, despite our fears and misgivings. We continue to prepare as we await God's inbreaking that will open up a new way for us all. It may come as no surprise that the words 
advent and adventure come from the same Latin word, adventurus, meaning waiting or about to happen. Advent is an adventure of waiting, a time of finding God's expected promises in unexpected places. So whether you find yourself in the wilderness, on a safe path, or somewhere in between, we know something is about to happen. We don't have to wonder what to expect or guess where the road leads. The paths that we carve in this season of waiting will pale in comparison to the way of the Lord. God's royal highway, where all flesh will see the salvation of God. Another translation says, all humanity will see God's salvation. The path is wide, and God paves the way. Today, as we make our way to the table, let us share in the adventure, the assurance of Christ's presence with us, and Christ's presence to come. Amen. Amen.